If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everybody, welcome to Druid Fox Tarot. This is 10 and this is the October 2020 reading for Leo. All my Leo brothers and sisters, I hope you all are doing well out there. I know we're maybe a little pouty because weather is turning and we do not like the cold. At least where I am. I don't like it. I like the heat. I like the summer. So let's see what kind of reading we're going to get for October. Um, doing this reading on October 2nd and already October has been probably the wildest month <laughs> uh, of the last six months. It's wild. It's nuts. So... Uh, yeah, let's see what kind of, leave me a comment over on Instagram under this reading and let me know what you guys think of how October's gone so far. Um, you can find me over at Druid Fox Tarot. I'll tell you what, every, freaking every sign that I've read for so far has got the Seven of Cups and... It just <clears throat> makes me feel like there's some kind of mass uh, illusions happening. People are. We'll see what the other what the other cards are. You know, you can read Seven of Cups in a positive way too. But every card, every sign I've had it for so far has just been like you're deceiving yourself. All right, a bunch of cards just flopped out. We'll take those. Let's see where we go. All right, we've got one card flipped over. I'm going to leave that one for now. We have seven of cups and eight of cups. So that makes sense because I think, um, Leo's have figured it out, uh, that these cups are full of not what they seem and we're walking away. Um, and I think that it's not walking away from a person. It just feels like, um, you know, a lot of times Leos are big thinkers and actually getting down to the doing is a little tedious for us. Like we like the big ideas and the big emotions and the big plans, but getting down to the nitty gritty of it, unless you've got some serious um, earth sign placements, I guess, in your chart, uh, getting down to the nitty gritty of it is, you know, it's tedious, tedious for us. We like the big ideas. So it seems like what I'm getting so far is that we've kind of realized that all these projects and ideas and like we just had all kinds of good ideas and didn't really think about if any of them were logical or feasible. We just kind of have like this running list of like, okay, I'm gonna uh, start this YouTube channel. I'm going to knit scarves. I'm going to start teaching a class. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to, like, you've got all this list of things, uh, I know personally, like, literally, I just listed off all the stuff that I've had in my head that I want to do, <laughs> and 
what we're understanding is that, um, what we have understood is that, um, those are kind of just, we're just distracting ourselves. Like, because, you know, we're having, everybody is, it's like this extended trauma situation that doesn't seem to have an end. And it actually looks like now it's going to get worse again. We're going to have to go back down into isolation or lots more people are going to die. So either way, there's this kind of trauma scenario. Um, and, you know, to fill our time and to have to not think about that, we might have been kind of conjuring up all of these projects to distract us. And I think we finally realized that all of these projects are kind of a waste of time for us. We were just kind of um, entertaining ourselves. And now we've realized, okay, we are actually going to move away from these cups uh, filled with things that may or not pan out for us. And we've figured out what we want to do. We're going to walk on that path and kind of leave all this other stuff behind. Um, yeah. And it's possible that maybe we had like somebody come in and kind of, uh, knock a little sense into us. We've got the four of cups and the page of swords. Um, so this is maybe a caution against going to the other end, the other extreme, where you feel like none of your cups have anything for you. Um, the page of swords here is kind of like uh, the message of clarity or somebody's going to say something in passing and you're just going to, it's just going to resonate with you and you're just going to be like, oh, boom, okay. Um, this person could be younger than you. Um, you know, pages are students, they're learners, um, they're not the knights. They're, they don't have the skill set yet to go out and fight. So they're just kind of figuring out how to get a hold of Excalibur and wield the sort of truth with the Page of Swords here. And so it's, you know, this kind of clarity that you get, I don't think it's going to come from somebody who necessarily knows they're giving you clarity. Um, but there is a the star card here, which is an Aquarius. So maybe there's an Aquarius here that kind of helps you out. Um, or you have just kind of figured out, uh, how to move from this situation of like, you know, the four of cups, like I'm not paying attention to what's being offered. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that it's like you had all these other ideas and you weren't really paying attention to the, to the ideas that were going to be the most, you know, logical or fruitful for you and somebody or something kind of comes along and gives you that little um, pinprick of awareness and like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. And maybe you need to learn something about it. Maybe you need to take a class. Maybe you need to be a little page of swordsy, you know, kind of learning about logistics and how to move forward. But there's definitely this sense of kind of like, um, you know, not ignoring what's right in front of you. Uh, moving away from kind of your imagination and this kind of all these ideas that you've um, conjured up that, you know, may or may not really be substantial. Um, and that's going to, you know, kind of help you balance out. The star here has one foot in the water, one foot on the land. Um, there's a stork in the background here, which to me is always a symbol of kind of like leveling up um, either spiritually, mentally, professionally, emotionally, kind of getting to the next level and having a little more clarity. So let me turn over this card that flipped over 
page of cups. Okay, so yeah, there's there's the page of swords, the page of cups, and it may be that um, you just need a little self-reflection, okay? The page of cups is like, I always think of him as like a very young, uh, like, courtier like somebody who does that like romantic courtly love and they have this cup and they're looking at the fish um and and this is kind of to symbolize like deep um self-reflection okay so you're gonna have some kind of maybe a little baby epiphany maybe a big epiphany and it's gonna give you a lot of self-reflection um, which is going to help you navigate what's real and what can be acted on and what you've just kind of manufactured in your brain. Okay. Um, the bottom of the deck, yeah, Ace of Pentacles. So then there's that offer, right? There's that, that money offer, that material offer. So now we know, you know, once we've decided, once we've kind of figured out what the actual path is, that's going to open up the money opportunities. Yep, Knight of Pentacles underneath this. So, you know, long-term um, sustainable growth and, and material wealth. Okay, um, Leo. So maybe not so much a love reading. If you were looking for a love reading, it could be, um, you know, that you've kind of manufactured relationships or thought maybe you had more options than you did and you were kind of ignoring real opportunities to, you know, grow and self-reflect and see who was really offering you options and you're kind of just walking away. You know, if you want to take it as a relationship, like this isn't a partnered relationship. If you have a partner, this isn't a love reading for you. Um, This is definitely if you're a single person and you're trying to date during COVID, um, you need to get more grounded in reality and not manufacture, um, all kinds of scenarios and situations based on people that you're, you know, swiping through dating apps with. Okay. A lot of self-reflection, a little bit of self-clarity and be walking away from, uh, you know, a lot of unfulfilled emotional, um, you know, delete those apps for real just kind of move on from that kind of scenario right now okay this is not the time for that (laughs) um you know if your partner this doesn't have really anything to do with love this is a this is a kind of like a what do I do next what path do I follow next um and you know if you have a partner your partner's going to be supportive of you and helping you trying to figure that out so um let's do lenormand real quick here and see if we can get a specific or direct message for leos my beautiful leos okay we had four fallout so let's see what we have Okay, so you've got clover, divine feminine, cross, and tree. So to me, the cross and tree getting paired up is like long-term uh, family, like generational trauma or some kind of griefs or burdens that you've carried um, through generations. So tree is like family tree. It's like legacy. Um, so you've been carrying this uh, trauma 
this grief, some kind of guilt maybe of something that happened generations ago. Um, you're kind of continuing to carry this. Uh, the cross and the, or the clover and the divine feminine. Um, so a little bit of luck is going to come to you. Um, some kind of serendipity if you embrace that idea of um, uh, like divine receptivity. Just that um, things can flow into your life regardless of what kind of person you are so you shouldn't block any resources coming to you any um positive emotional experiences coming to you um because uh how do i say you know divine feminine is like the term of you know the the male and the female and like the different energies and i just don't subscribe to gender based descriptions of those energies I think it's very limiting and it also privileges you know heterosexual relationships um I don't know how an energy can be a gender so um to me the divine feminine just means a state of divine reception where you can be in the presence of spirit or god or wherever and just receive the good things that they're bringing into you without questioning without saying i'm not good enough without saying i don't deserve this without saying i need to work harder it's just receiving the love and energy and divine spirit um with no qualms so i think there really could be some generational trauma healing happening in November and you're not gonna it's gonna be like a random like you haven't thought about something in a long time and really never processed it or and it didn't really you know bother you on a conscious level but there's gonna be some kind of um good you know energy some good luck some serendipity that comes to you that helps you understand something and process um this generational trauma you know, for yourself. And that could even be the trigger that helps you walk away if these two are related, these two readings. So, all right. Thank you so much for joining me, Leos. Um, again, for more visuals, check me out on Instagram uh, at Druid Fox Tarot, and you can DM me over there if you'd like a personal reading. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe on the podcast so you don't miss any of the new readings. And thank you so much for joining me.